this is going to be our first uh, live video. It's going to be on Facebook, Instagram, uh, YouTube, and we're going to talk about, you know, you, Patrick Lee. So at first, we're going to, you know, kind of introduce you a little bit and just give you, you know, talk about, about you and just see everything you're doing on. So Patrick Lee is in the San Francisco Bay Area, and he is a real estate agent for over five years, and I'm glad that he's actually a registered nurse as well. He worked at Mills Peninsula, Stanford, SF General, and Kaiser, and he's on the front line of COVID-19. But we're going to talk about real estate first. So hey, Patrick, nice to uh, have you online with us. Hey, thanks for having me. Cool. And while we're doing this too, uh, Susie Lee is actually with us too, and she's from EXP Realty, a uh, new agent with us. We're going to talk more about that soon. But for today, we're going to talk about Pat. So what's going on, Patrick? Uh, a lot. A lot going on, right? I mean, as you know, lots of things have been going on with the shelter in place, uh, COVID being involved. Uh, this year, uh, specifically, is going really, really well in terms of uh, it being a summer market, right? I think around mid-December, it's picking up like crazy. Uh, so January and in parts of February, and then all of a sudden, unfortunately, this pandemic, right? Like, who saw this coming? Um, I think the last pandemic was about three years ago. So who knows what will happen, what will be the um, aftermath of all this in terms of um, the people in the Bay Area and the economy. Um, I think that's, that's, that's constantly something that's um, unraveling, right, that everyone's talking about, right? And honestly... Um, staying safe, right? For everyone's personal health, right? And in first, um, being away from other people who possibly might be sick, um, and really just taking care of your family, right? Yeah, I know you. You know you've been in um, nursing for quite a while, right? Yep, yep. Um, I've been a nurse for about twelve years now. Twelve years now, and like like you like you mentioned, um, a lot of hospitals along the peninsula, um, some very big name ones. Um, I did floor nursing, med search tele, right? Where we specialize in a vast, lot of things. And then right now, my specialty is emergency room. So I'm definitely in the, in the front line of COVID right now. Wow. Uh, you know, I really want to thank you for that, too. I'm sure a lot of us and realtors and our friends and family, you know, it's hard to see, especially like we know so many people in the you know industry that it's hard to see that you guys are helping all of us take care of, of everyone and being in the front line. And, you know, I think, you know, part of it, too, is just like, telling people to stay safe. What do you think about that? How do you think people should be acting right now? Should we have shelter in place? I think so. I actually think so, because. You know, the thought process is that, you know, if you're out and about, right, one person can infect 50 people, 50 people can infect uh, 500 people so quickly. And the dangerous part is that you actually don't show any symptoms, right? Some some people are positive, yet they don't show any symptoms. Um, don't quote me on this, but I believe there's about eight strains that I personally have heard about. Uh, two of them are deadly, and the other six um, might get a little fever, um, but that's about it. Um, everyone's affected a little bit differently, of course, depending on their age population and um, other comorbidities. Um, but I think it, it is a really good advice to stay place. I mean, if you ever looked up what they did the last pandemic, uh, 100 years ago, they actually found out that cities who implemented uh, shelter in place earlier on, your economy actually did over, overall pretty well um, versus other cities or uh, country that didn't do shelter in place uh, earlier on. Um, there's actually an article about that. I think it was off the Forbes. Or I can't remember the exact article. But I looked that up and I thought that was really interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah. Let me let, let me ask you something, Patrick. So um, we're supposed to lift our shelter in place on May third. Do you think that's an appropriate date, or do you think we should extend that? Uh, you know what? Really good question. Um, we are due for, at least that's what they, what people are saying, is um, we're due for a second wave, right? Um, and it's happening now. Um, we, we're slowly seeing more and more, right? Um, and what about the people who are, aren't showing symptoms yet, right? That these people that we're finding out now that is positive, and they've been around other people, I feel that it might go a little longer. However, the cycle of a virus, right, usually with the warmer weather dissipates. So maybe, um, maybe it will go away. Maybe it is appropriate. But it's also on a global level, right? So when people start flying back and forth again, um, 
heard something from somewhere in a colder climate bring it back over here. Um, mm. I really don't know. I think there's so many factors, and I think we're just we're just seeing how it goes, right? Something could be very different in May, and we're going to have to extend it. Well, maybe May is appropriate. I think we're just going to have to find out because everything's so new. We're, we're learning as we go, right? Every day things are changing, right? Whether this is the best way to protect yourself. No, this is the best way to protect yourself. This is how it's going to be. Oh, it needs to be. We're constantly learning new things. Right. And, and also just to go, go go off of that, sorry, just one more thing. Um, I know that no one knows the future, right? And it's hard to predict what will happen. But if this shelter in place does get extended, kind of like what you were referring to, how do you think that'll affect the the, the market and the economy, specifically the real estate market? Uh, good question. And I'm, I'm wondering about that too, right? Um, right now, there's multiple talks of, hey, when this COVID thing is over, uh, there's going to be a surge of buyers ready to buy. And the uh, real estate market is just going to skyrocket again. Right? It's going to be a seller's market, right? Um, I've also heard other things in terms of recession. And there's many different types of recession. And whether a recession actually affects real estate, recession, W, there's a depression, right? And all of these has different categories in terms of uh, two months of uh, two months of bad economy uh, versus two years and like a lower down of GDP, all these other things. And this new terminology, I don't know if it's really new, but it's new for me, which is called a black swan, um, mm -hmm. which is like the uncertainty, right? We really don't know what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. um, but what I can tell you right now is the basic fundamentals of supply and demand, right? We know that when there's low supply and there's high demand, obviously home prices are going to go up, right? Um, think about buying on the car dealership. There's a lot of cars in the lot, right? You have room for negotiation, but when there's very little cars on the lot, room for negotiation is very minimal unless there's something specific, like the seller has to sell, right? And as real estate agents during this time, it is our job to really see what is the benefit um, for selling. Is there other options for the seller so there's no loss or, um, you know, we're just trying to do our best to get the highest and best value for our client, right? Whether you're representing a seller or the buyer, right? Mm. Um, I truly believe that in every market, there's opportunities for buyers, right? You've got to keep looking out there, right? Um, some markets harder than others, but um, right now, going back to your question, <clears throat> we still have a very low supply. Uh, demand was very high before this pandemic. Um, bluntly speaking, I do believe and I do know that the demand has gone down just by a little bit due to multiple reasons, right? Enforcing job loss, um, uncertainty of the market. Um, it's a little bit difficult to get certain jumbo loans, right? Um, so a lot of these factors, right? But who knows? I mean, if this COVID thing uh, is very short term, jobs starts opening back again because things are a little different now with technology versus what it was 10, 20, 100 years ago, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, a lot of people are able to work from home now, right? Um, so we'll see. I think uh, I think uh, we're hitting avenues as we've never seen before, and that's exciting, you know? Yeah, definitely. Nice. I'm, you know, I'm glad you gave me all those details on, you know, about the current state of the market, and we want to uh, dive into that in a little bit further. Uh, sure. One question I want to ask you too is like, how did you get into real estate, anyways, and when did you get in? <laughs> um, bluntly speaking, I got into real estate around 2013 when I bought my first property. Um, I always have wanted to invest in real estate. I don't know who taught me it. Um, I don't know what gave me the idea. I've always wanted to save my money and invest in real estate. Um, that, that's the bottom truth. And it was because of that first house that has given me the foundation to who I am right now, right? When I purchased the house, the initial plan was to rent it out completely. I was just going to do a kitchen remodel, bathroom remodel, but it turned out to be much bigger, right? It turned into uh, structural. I, I literally gutted the whole house down to the studs. Um, I had multiple trenches in the house uh, throughout the foundation because I was repiping everything. Um, and I learned a lot from that project. Uh, I learned about tax shelter, tax depreciation, uh, or just depreciation. I learned about uh, refinancing, cash refi. I learned about um, house hacking, um, you know, accelerating appreciation, right? Building out legal square footage. And right now, what's really benefited is creating a new, right? Um, and 
all these things I've learned from that one project. And that has really been the driving force of me um, in terms of self-educating and be able to get back to my friends my clients. Um, I, I want to touch on that a little bit. I've actually never told, said this out before, but it was actually my friend, Gil, Gilbert, uh, this was his birthday, and he came over to my house um, after lunch and everything like that. He was just really interested. Like, hey, I heard you bought a house. He's like, yeah. I mean, those wood everywhere, nails everywhere, uh, wires hanging from the ceiling, and I was just telling him the process of, hey, these are these are my numbers. This is my plan. Um, this is how I got to point point A to point B through the permits, architect, architect permits, structure engineers, all these things. Um, this is what I know now, and I'll probably tell you more later on. But you know, he he gave me that because like that, like man, I don't know a lot of people your age that really knows all this, right? He's really experiencing this, right? You should really get back to your friends. Uh, I'll be more than happy to follow along with your project. Um, all these other ideas, and you know, naturally speaking. I was never planning on getting to real estate. I was always planning on just investing and investing. And I always brought my friends along with me. Hey, you guys should invest in real estate. This is what I'm doing. This is where I'm seeing the benefits, right? Uh, whether it's cash flowing, the tax benefits, um, or just having fun with it, to be honest with you, right? Who doesn't like seeing uh, houses, whether it's a fixture to what it is now, like completely remodeled. It's super exciting. And so I tagged a lot of my friends with it. Um, and eventually they're like, hey, like, I do want to invest in real estate. I do. You know what? I'm at the, I'm at the point right now where I have the down payment. I, I would love to buy a house. Can you help me? I heard you have a real estate license, right? I got my real estate license primarily for tax benefits uh, about five years ago. And my business is what it is now because of the experience that I I had with that house model. The experience I had with my friends encouraged me to be who I am for now. Right, so that's so that's, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. So I give credit to my friend Gil. Um, I've never told him this before, but I hope he's listening. Yeah, I'll tag him in this. He'll have to listen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah, definitely. And that's a great story to hear that you're, you know, yeah. he helped you, inspire you to, you know, get this going. And you know, at least you got to have someone to by your side to take a look at it and kind of give you that's some thought. Part. part for sure. There you go. Say thanks, Gilbert. <laughs> nice. He has to see this now. Perfect. So, so does that part of your, you know, the reason you're passionate about it is because you started with your first house and that makes you more passionate to help your clients, to show them the experience and to kind of walk them through it because you actually lived it. And who would have thought when you buy your first house, Hey, let's go do a full gut remodel. You know, who thinks about that no, in the I, first house? Yeah, that was crazy. It was crazy. I mean, literally speaking, I really thought it was just remodeling the kitchen. Uh, which was already something I've never done before. Remodeling a bathroom, which I've already never done before. Hiring uh, licensed contractors. Um, I remember one time I was driving to the house and I was like, wait, why do I see through my house? I, what happens to my house and where's the back of my house? Right? <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy. It was crazy. Like, is this still my house? <laughs> when is this going to be done? Right? I don't think most people see through their house like that, like, you know, straight shot front and back. Yeah, you know, it wasn't like window to window. It was literally like stud to stud and in my backyard. Wow. Right? Crazy, wow. crazy. Yeah. But from that experience, it's, it's been amazing, right? And it's created a threshold for me, right? Uh, my second project uh, was technically larger than my first um, in terms of size. Um, forced appreciation again, creating legal score footage, um, house hacking. Um, however, because of the threshold that I created, I got from the first project, getting to your second one was so much easier. Mm -hmm. um, just understanding the process, uh, the hiccups that come, um, the material, um, what's most cost effective, all of these things is was so much easier the second, third, fourth time around. And that's what I provide friends and clients, right? I've involved with multiple clients uh, remodels already. And I'm constantly getting more and more vendors, right? Um, I'm very open about my vendors, my contractors. Um, I always tell people, hey, interview my contractors, but please interview other contractors because what's worked for me may not work for you, right? Uh, the personality that I have with my, um, the relationship I have with my contractor, you might not get the same relationship with the same contractor, right? So please interview other contractors. And if they do, and when they do, um, I always love to reach out and be like, hey, like, do you have a good experience with a contractor? I would love to see if I can use that contractor. 
right? Um, to see if I can, hey, I have another client who would love to interview a and contractor, right? To see who's the best fit in terms of price, personality, timeline, my experience, right? So that's also the exciting part of doing real estate, right? Uh, it's not buying, selling a house, um, posting a picture saying, hey, sold for sale, um, I did this. It's also like tagging along with your the clients, your friends, in terms of them building a beautiful home, them building an investment portfolio, right? That's my. That's actually probably my favorite, right? It's it's seeing that all this hard work that we've gone into um, finish, right? Let's hang out at your house. Let's see your cash on cash. Let's see your cash flow, right? Yeah. It's great. Okay. Especially the bonding that you get with your friends. Like, um, if you ask my friend, um, I'll, I'll, you know, since we're saying names, Ed. <laughs> yeah, hey, Ed. How's it going? Hey, Ed. Hi, Ed. Yeah, you're doing this too. Um, says one of, and one of my best and worst things about me is that I want to be friends with everybody. Right? That's I mean, a I great attribute. I, I don't think that's ever a bad thing, right? Yeah, it's a, it's a great thing to be well, friends with yeah, everyone, well, you know? Yeah. I never thought it was a bad thing. Um, however, you know, sometimes I do put others before me mm. a lot, yeah. right? But I think it also comes down to my who I am as a person and who I am, I guess, as a career, right? Nursing has really given me a foundation that this is what I, this is who I am. Right? I've been doing this so long. I've, I've really created this personality and this aspect within my life already, right? I, I really do put a lot of my friends before me, and I really love creating um, relationships with other people, right? Um, you know, ask my tenants. I take them out to dinner. I've definitely created a relationship with them. Every every single tenant I've ever had is still calling me. Hey, Pat, I'm in Portland. How you doing? How's your family? Uh, hey, I'm in, uh, I dated. Hey, I'm in LA. How you doing? You know, I'm investing in Sacramento. What do you think? Nice. You know, that was last week, by the way, right? Um, that's I love creating relationships, mm -hmm. right? That's a really good part. Like I think most landlords, um, you know, don't have that uh, that such special t um, care with their tenants, or like you know that relationship and being really personable and being able to call you even after uh, being a tenant, and that's great and a great way to be a landlord. And I'm sure it pays dividends that. People want to, you know, be there and they want to stay there longer and they want to be a part of the household and community and, you know, grow from there. And, you know, when it's the right time to stay or leave, then they still have that relationship with you. Um, right. I don't think most people do have that. And I think it's just because part of your personal uh, nature and the way you care about everyone and how it just comes off so naturally that you're here to help people. And that, you know, is amazing. Yeah. I tell all my tenants, hey, one day I really hope you invest in real estate. I really hope that you buy a house whether with me or with someone else, right? Because uh, once you put your down payment, once you um, leverage a home, watch the appreciation grow. That is more money growing along with you, right? Um, I use the example all the time. I don't think our parents realized when they bought their home 20 years ago that it would be worth what it is now, right? Who would yeah. have thought, right? right? Especially around here. Uh, oh, in the sure. in the right? Yeah. It's such a common story around here, but it's so true, right? Um, a lot of people buying homes uh, right now in a million or two million dollars, uh, hopefully, based on history, will double it within 10 to 20 years, right? Yeah, I actually have a funny story to that. Uh, if you think about your past clients and everyone you helped, what's the lowest number you ever heard of a purchase price in San Francisco? So, pick a number. Well, Lowest price was yeah, probably that, uh, that your client bought their house for. Oh, my client bought the house. Yeah, I think it was one point three. Was the lowest? Uh, the lowest. Okay, so yeah. check this out. Yeah. My, my client, uh, my client lives in North Beach, right? And he said, "Hey, you know, he's like 80, 90 years old right now." He goes, "Hey, when I bought my house, my house is expensive. Uh, I actually had the most expensive house on the block. It cost me nine thousand dollars." No yeah, he goes. He goes, dude, I'm like, he's like 85, 90 years old right now. And he goes, the average house on Philbert Street was about two, $3,000 long time ago. I was a CPA. I bought mine for 9000 It's a four-story house, all original. It still is original. But the fact, I was like, wow, how do you even buy a house for $9,000? I can't even buy materials for $9,000, you know? He goes, you know, back in the day, you were making nothing. Basically, people were making like 25 cents an hour. I was making a dollar an hour, you know? 
property tax this year is more than that yeah Yeah, even like half a year is more than that right i was like what's your property tax on this thing it's like it's like nothing and the house alone is already worth over four million you know at least easily in the current condition it's in please never sell it please never sell yeah i'm hoping he passes it to his kids from then on ever you know but i couldn't believe it it's just amazing how much uh real estate can appreciate over time and what you can do with that and how you can pass it down in generations and i think that's another thing like you just meet interesting people when you're in real estate like you know like like that story right like you would have never met those kind of people if you just don't go out there and just talk with people you know it's all it's about relationships exactly um so one question i want to ask you too like you know why do you invest in real estate you can invest in so many different vehicles but why do you choose real estate um i'll bluntly say it like this um one i'm really bad at stocks Right. Yeah. Um, but number two is I love real estate because you get um, you can cash flow. You have okay, so you have multiple ways of investing. None of them is wrong, right? Um, I like the idea of cash flow, and even if you don't cash flow, uh, you get what I call icing on the cake, which is basically uh, depreciation, right? Um, and obviously, talk to your CPA in terms of how depreciation that claim on your your income, right? Whether your uh, you own real estate or a real estate professional, all these things, right? Um, so I, I love cash flow. I love depreciation. And I love how it can grow with time. For example, your story in terms of, hey, I bought the most expensive house on the block. It was $9,000. Who does all that coming, right? So that is equity. And you can cash refi that money. Pull it out of your house. And you know if you're renting that house, you're still cash flowing, right? Mm-hmm. And you can use that money to make more money by investing in more real estate and then creating more tax shelter for your family, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's me. That's, 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 oh, I also like how you're able to turn something that was built. Uh, I think my oldest home that I owned was built in the uh, 1930s, okay. right? Now it's completely modernized. It's beautiful, right? I rent that out. Right. People who live there, they love it, right? Um, every home that I own, I I fix it up in a way that me and my wife and my family, if we ever chose to live in that house, we would feel so comfortable living in that house, right? Um, the quality that I provide um, is not just on the wall, right? It's literally something that my wife and I, we can move into tomorrow if we really chose to, right? Um, you can even sell real estate. Um, you can benefit from if it's owner occupied, right? If you're married, uh, single, 500 to 200, uh, 500,000 to 250,000, right? Um, you're not paying taxes on that if it's owner occupied for obviously two out of the five years, right? Just read the IRS code to verify. Um, that's also another aspect, right? You know how long it takes to make net money, right? There's a lot of people out there. Um, working, paying taxes, and they realize, hey, I'm not really saving a lot. But when you're investing in real estate and you have all this depreciation, it offsets your taxes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I've been living this life, and I realized I'm able to save so much more money, uh, save so much more money to it for whatever I want. I chose to invest it back into real estate. Like you can invest it back into your life, your vacation, um, your family. Um, but these are, there's just so many things to do, right? Mm-hmm. really like that. I like not paying taxes. <laughs> I, I think that's a great way. I think, um, I think it's your question to set up. I love not paying taxes. I don't do my taxes. I hire a CPA to do it all. Yeah, definitely. I think I always recommend a CPA do that, especially when you own real estate. And I think about investing, like, you know, building passive income is one of the greatest ways in our industry or even in just general to build wealth over time. Because, you know, like Warren Buffett says, you know, you want to make sure that you're building passive income while you sleep. And the best way to do that, in my opinion, is through real estate because it is a hard asset and something that you can have control over. And even during, you know, economic downturns, you still have the hard asset. It's, to me, it's not like a stock and, you know, the risk of unknowns. Uh, with real estate, you kind of do know. Right. Your mm-hmm. right. stock is gone. Right. Yeah. It's going up and down. Best investments to make in, in real estate. Real estate is one of the biggest investments to make. 
Yeah, and if you look at the biggest investors out there, the biggest financial uh, financial providers, aren't a lot of their assets based on real estate holdings? You know. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, and I think a good time too is like, whether you're your new agent, a new person, a new um twenty one year old, you know, it's it's a good time to think about real estate and just to learn about it and how you can invest. Uh, there's so many great resources online and just talking to agents as well and seeing their opinion on investing in real estate and how you get to go about it. It doesn't matter of how much income you have; it matters of how you think about it and how you can leverage and find ways to you know smartly invest and work with the right team of people, their agents to make a great investment in the choice and it doesn't even have to be local you can do it anywhere uh as long as you know you have internet you can have connections and build a you know a team to grow that's something we want to dive deep into later as well as we keep doing these uh live events talk more about everything about real estate and everything about um, how to build wealth through time and you know through the right team yeah can i um what yeah. advice for agents buyers, sellers who uh, already, who are in real estate already, who already invest. Um, my one big advice is surround yourself with agents and other investors, right? It's good to constantly learn what's, what one person knows. It's good to educate another person. For example, Matt, Susie, I bluntly say, you know things about real estate that I probably don't know. And I probably know things about real estate that you guys don't know based on experience or something that I've read, right? That's, that's a beautiful thing about this right here. We're, we're here to share our knowledge because we're so passionate about it, right? We're here to share it with our clients, our buyers, our sellers, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I typically say, hey, can you move out to home? Right? Can you, can you hold on to this? Have you ever thought of renting out your home, whether it's whether you're, you want to be a landlord or whether you want to be on the sideline and hire a property manager? We have those services for you. We can do that. Right? Um, oh, yeah, but... Um, my, my place won't cash flow. How do you know? Let me run these numbers for you. Let me talk to you about depreciation, how you can benefit from Let me get your CPA involved. I will call your CPA and have you on the line. Just talk about it together. Ask the right question, right? Um, and you won't know these things unless you surround yourself with people who are actively doing it. Right? I live this life. I enjoy this life, right? And so let me teach you what I want. Right? Mm -hmm. yeah, that's all real estate agents and everybody else, right? Buyers, sellers, uh, young investors. Um, and, you know, honestly speaking, if you're a very slow investor, I would love to learn more from you. Please contact me. Right? Matt, you put my number down. Yeah. Call me. Yeah, contact. Yeah. Right? Let's leverage one another. Exactly. And I think, Susie, you mentioned some, some great questions you're uh, talking to me about earlier today. Um, let's talk about some of those. Yeah, sure. So, Patrick, you know, just to kind of get to know you better on like a personal note, um, what motivates you to get up in the morning every day? Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, my daughter. <laughs> yeah. In the morning, right? But I mean, to answer your question specifically, um, mm -hmm. what wakes me up is my responsibilities, right? When a client asks me to help them, I feel like it's my responsibility to make sure that I do everything I can for them, right? The last thing I want to hear is that, oh, yeah, I'm not prepared. Uh, number two, I don't know, right? And, and don't get me wrong. You're, there's no real estate agent out there that knows everything, right? Okay. There's, um, but it's our job to try to find out all the information that we can, right? So we surround ourselves with top producers, top agents, based around themselves with other agents to really leverage the information experience, right? But what gets me up early in the morning is my drive to be responsible, right? For my clients, right? Um, I never I never want to hear, Pat, I'm really disappointed in your services. Um, that would really break my heart, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. I think that's great because um, it goes back to how you came to where you are today. From, you know, from your uh, healthcare background to take care of people and mm -hmm. how it relates to real estate, right? And how you just want to help people. And at the end of it all, you're adding value to whatever they're looking for, right? Like you're the problem solver. So whatever problems that they have, you provide knowledge to them and then you let them have the best decision in terms of how they want to move forward, which I think is awesome. 
Absolutely, absolutely. You know, it, it all comes down to communication and just really listening uh, to your client, right? Um, if you can, if you can hear them out, hear their goals, right? You can really give them, you can really educate them in terms of their, and provide them some solution, right? Because in the end, it's your client's choice, right? Mm -hmm. um, once in a while, actually a lot of times, the client, if they're very comfortable with you, they trust you, they'll start asking you questions like, Pat, like, you're in my shoes, what would you actually do, right? What would you honestly do right now, right? Mm -hmm. And um, I really hope to get to that point with all my clients, where they trust me that much that like, hey, you know what? I really would do this. If my family and I were in this specific situation, this is what I would do, right? Great. So yeah, that's yeah. It's really cool once you get to that level. Right? Yeah, that's awesome. So uh, let me ask you, uh, what what are your goals in life, and where do you see yourself in the next three, five, ten years? <laughs> <laughs> I know, like it's not meant to be like a you know, like a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you know, I know that I know that you started real estate, but then uh, what was your main goal of of your future outlook on on, on real estate and, and just in life in general? You know, I tell my wife this all the time. Uh, one of my let's go long-term goal, right? One of my biggest goals is actually to be traveling around the world That's one great. month, three months at a time. Right? Yeah. I I don't want to feel like I to wake up the next day and join the tour. Right? If we wake up the next day, we miss a tour. Who cares? We just hit a farmer's market, really enjoy, sit around, look at one another, really enjoy our time, right? With our with our mm -hmm. daughter, our year, our next year, our daughter. Um, I don't know if you knew that, but that's my long-term goal, right? To create passive income, to really continue with this real estate, really take my friends and my clients along with this journey so they can benefit from these passive income. Mm -hmm. And I can literally be in, I don't know, well, hospitality, right? Mm -hmm. And for a whole month, right? And by having real estate passive income, I can take day in, day in, day out, right? 24 hours. Right, from that passive so I think that's my long-term goal. Um, my short-term goal is to grow. I realize now that the business I have right now, um, I want to grow it even more so than what it was already. Right? It, it grew very passively, and I'm very thankful for that. But now I, I feel like I want to continue growing this business even more so by leveraging, by adding technology. So to all my friends, my clients out there, I actually recently just transferred to EXP. Um, and I transferred to EXP because good choice. Good choice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good choice. Um, but I recently transferred because of the technology. When you join, and you know, any agents who have any questions, call me. I'll be more than happy to kind of go over the foundation of EXP, what EXP believes, how it helps its agents to be better for their clients. Right? Mm -hmm. um, it comes down to the technology. It comes down to the, all the virtual education, right? I think we have education classes from like nine to two every day, uh, weekdays, multiple ones, right? And it's your choice. It's your choice to join the education, and the more you do, the more you play, right? Um, and then there's, I, I came from a boutique uh, brokerage, so joining a larger brokerage has been really helpful, especially if you work, right? I can. Communicate with so many real estate agents all over uh, the United States and Canada, right? Um, I want to learn your successes. I want to learn your failures, right? I want to see if I can implement what you did here into my business to make myself better, right? If I can make myself better, for one, I'm going to be better for clients. Number two, um, by leveraging, I'm going to be around more for my clients and my family. Um, and that's that's really the reason why I, I decided to move over to the Yeah, that's right. So going along that too, like you know, I know like you've been at a brokerage for you've been in real estate for quite a while, and you were with one uh, broker, and you know he's a really great broker. I personally know him, and you know I love him and what he's done to help you grow. Um, you know, but ultimately, you you know you made a decision, and in that time period, you um, you know you went to interview other companies, all the big box brokerages, you know, franchises, whatever. Um, but you know, ultimately, you came down to making the decision to move over here. You know. Uh, 
part of that is like you know you interviewed them and i'm sure they have great presentation and everything but like what made you decide to come join us at exp uh, great question um i want to start off by saying there's a lot of great programs out there uh, there's a lot of great agents out there um but i specifically joined exp after interviewing a bunch of brokerages um for because of two questions um it was never really the name brand right it was never like oh um brokerage versus that brokerage um big name versus small name it was literally two factors and my number two my two questions i have is do you invest in real estate and do you leverage your business, right? Um, I, I find it very important to be around other agents who, who also invest, right? I also want to be around agents who also leverage, right? Um, if you can surround yourself with a couple of people, um, you yourself will eventually grow more. So um, after interviewing brokers, agents, I realized that, hey, you know what? This specific team right here, this specific um, brokerage right here, it seems to be the best fit for me right now, right? And I really appreciate that because everyone that I've talked to with my specific uh, team and on the larger scale of brokerage, um, a lot of them do invest in real estate. Um, a lot of them do use virtual assistants. Uh, they do use a lot of programs that automate and communicate with one another. And as, as I'm taking my time right now, rebranding myself, still providing the same um, value to my clients, in, I guarantee you, in about less than a month, you're going to see so much more, uh, especially with automation, communication, um, technology, right? Um, this is this is just the icing on the cake. This is, you know, recreating your foundation to be better. Better for you, better for your world, better for your friends. Um, I'm really excited about that. I'm, I'm really honest about that. And then part of that question too is like, you know, like why now? Like you've been in business for over five plus years and then it's 2020 right now, but like why now? Uh, great question. So I've been thinking of whether or not to really switch for like the last year uh, from my leverage to another leverage. Um, I never thought that this business would have grown the way it is, right? Like I, I think I mentioned earlier on in our communication that I got into real estate for tax benefits, right? I, I only wanted to invest in real estate, but sooner or later I started realizing that people wanted my help, right? Um, I think they saw value in me, they, they trusted me. Um, so what turned into doing helping two people really ended up being helping 10 plus people a year. And I never really structured myself to be able to take on this much business. If you ask my clients, honestly, they can't tell that I was working as an intern. Right? They all know that I worked as an intern, but they never knew. Yeah, when did you work? Like, you're always here, right? But it came with a sacrifice of uh, me, you know, spending less time at home uh, or spending less time with my personal friends, um, doing less of my hobbies, right? I, I remember early on in my career, those were actually things that my clients actually valued. Right, a lot of my friends who became my clients in word, there's it was through all that social connection, right? Whether I was fishing, fishing, seeing friends who I didn't really know who were friends of friends, right? Fishing, crabbing, uh, kayak fishing, really seeing the city, going out and eating at new restaurants, right? That's how I created relationships. That's how I naturally created business, right? They trusted me. They can tell it. That's not a question, right? I can trust that. that you know, a line that my broker taught me before that I, I've used today is my last poker. If you don't buy this home, if you turn this home away, I'll buy it, right? That's how strongly I feel about this purchase, right? If you tell me you're not going to buy it, I'll buy it, right? And that's, that's I, I feel like my last poker was, he's amazing. Like he created such a great foundation, so true in, in, in what he tells his clients, right? And that's why, actually, to tell you, he's really busy right now. Yeah. Right? In a market such as this, where a lot of aging brothers are like, I'm going to get leads. How am I going to get business? Right? He's still very busy. Right? That's because a lot of people trust him. And I, I feel like I really like that aspect about him because it's so similar. A lot of people that work with me trust me. Right? There's no pressure when you work with me. You can tell I'm not about the commission. Um, there's no sales pitch, no fluff when you work with me and I fill your house. Right? Okay. And um, yeah. 
I hope I answered your question. I know I kind of went on a no, tangent. No, we love it. We yeah. love it. You know, you can, we can totally tell you're just, you know, radiating passion about helping people and in, in helping them, and especially specifically in real estate and helping them achieve their goals. And I've seen you throughout the years. You know, I've been watching you throughout the years. We're friends and all. And, you know, I've been seeing you grow and, you know, a part of us wanting to partner with you is because we thought that we can help you and provide all of our value through all of our knowledge in marketing, sales, technology, and you know investing in real estate um, that we wanted to bring on board and give it to you so that we can watch each other grow together. And that's one of the big reasons that you know I've been talking to you for you know quite a bit as a friend. I'm gonna just say, hey, how's everything going? You know, what you been up to? How's it going? You know how's business and here's you know things going on in the industry here's things that we're doing to differentiate ourselves our team and our brokerage um and help them all of our agents grow and that's part of the specifics of why you know um we you know talked to you about it and you know one question i want to ask you too like you joined exp but like what do you think the first day was like when you joined with us <laughs> uh bluntly speaking it was very overwhelming it was very overwhelming I mean, there's so much technology to learn it was a completely different platform, but I guarantee you, give yourself about a week. Right? I mean, I whenever I log in now, it's so much easier. I know where to go. Um, I know what to do. Um, my phone book when I first signed on to ESP because of the technology, I had to completely change how I store my contacts. Right. So um, some of my contacts got duplicated, tripled, split. Um, but now that my contacts are are you know in sync right now. Um, I can see from one platform technology into another platform technology. So it's really about rebranding and recreating my foundation, right? Your first day, your first week, there's so much to learn. But now after, you know, everything has been fixed, it's been so much helpful. Like, I really like going with him right now. Oh, wow, I didn't know I had this person email. Where was that that whole this time, right? Um, so it's just cool. Everything's like nicely automated now, right? And we're just starting, right? We're just starting. So I'm really excited to see what next week will be, what will be given to me next week, right? What challenges, um, what programs will be given to me next week. Yeah, I think a part of that too is that like, for example, for our team specifically, we focus a lot on helping you guys. We understand that, you know, we're working with a lot of top producers and we understand that we want to help you guys grow. And the way we choose to do that is through our, you know, my background is in tech. Um, the way we did it was showing how we can utilize marketing sales and tech combined with you, you know, building relationships and focusing on the clients first, we are helping you with the back end and showing you what we've been doing throughout the 13 years I've been in business and how we utilize all the tools out there, the latest technology and how we show you the systems, how to integrate it, how to make everything work and train you on it. And just let you do what you do best, connect with everyone. And by utilizing this, we've hoped that we can help you focus on the relationships and, you know, have be more systematized. Think of startups, think of accelerator. I think of us, us, our team as a startup accelerator where we're helping push you from day one off the ground and showing you all the foundational things you need uh, through market brand marketing, through technology, through all the systems you have in place. And by watching what you do and how you do it and then you know taking a step back and say, hey, here's how we do it. Take a look at how we do things and what do you think about it? And can we show you these tools that we're using and how they work together? But when you start integrating everything together, it becomes more seamless. So my goal is how do I save you time? Time is one of the most important parts of the business. And if we can give you back more time, then you have more time to focus on your relationships, your clients, your family, enjoying life more and being able to travel. And throughout the years, we've proven that, you know, we're able to help top producers, uh, new, even new agents, double to quadruple the business and gain back half their time. So some of our agents are saying, whoa, I get weekends back now. I'm getting time off. I'm getting to travel, but my business is doubling, you know, and it's not through the technology. It's the technology is just accelerating them to focus more and they can be more diligent on what they need to do. But by doing that week over week with you guys and just showing you every single foundational step to get there, you're building your business and it works. You know, being found on Google, Yelp, uh, um, SEO, using these ways to uh, focus on your relationships matter. Yeah. And also to go off of that, um, there definitely is a learning curve, right? Um, mm -hmm. You know, there's a lot of information out there, a lot of resources. So it takes some time to digest all of that information. But at the end of the day, once you're able to make that leap, right? Because a lot of people are resistant to change, 
that's just a matter of fact. Like they're used to doing things that they're used to doing and they don't want to really go out there and branch out and learn more things. But I think in order to stand out and to be the best of the best, you have to be accepting of change and you have to adapt to your surroundings and you have to be flexible. And right. so I think, yeah, I think, um, you know, you've, you've made an amazing choice to, I know that your previous broker was very good to you, but you still knew that idea, right? That, hey, I have to expand and I have to grow. I want to learn. I want to challenge myself. And I think that was a very good motivational factor for yourself to, you know, instigate that change. So. Yeah. No, I'm excited. And you're absolutely right. Like, um, for example, I was talking about the education courses. The education courses in EXP, they're given to you. They're, they're outlined for like a whole month, right? And it's your choice. So whether or not you choose to spend the time to understand the CRM, how to use it, how to how to really boost its leads, right? To uh, gain more access to other more clients, right? Um, how to leverage your business, right? So you can gain more time to be with your family, your friends, your clients, right? Um, all of these things you have to understand and acknowledge change. You have to understand and acknowledge uh, technology. Um, and really embrace it, right? If not for yourself, for your family, right? For time, right? Absolutely. That's all of that is the reason why I don't get to. I think it's a great time and you know we're gonna definitely talk about that more too especially like you know we recently made the move like six months ago Susie made the move uh, last week as well uh, two weeks ago as well and <laughs> what did you say? Congratulations. Oh yeah. congratulations. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Yeah, congratulations, Susie. I'm glad uh, that you're part of our team as well and that we're able to grow with you. And we're actually going to talk about you next week. So next week, uh, Wednesday, uh, 10 o'clock, same time, we're going to have an interview with you and talk to you about everything you've been doing and your background and um, how you came into real estate and, you know, why you have uh, specifically joined uh, with us and EXP. And before we um, go from here, one other, any other questions you have, Susie, you want to ask Pat? Uh, you know, I think, um, you know, thank you for this wonderful time of just, you know, talking about yourself. And I think the words that you spoke today will uh, inspire at least someone who will see this video. And I think um, this is, it's, it's very impactful. So thank you. What do you think, um, Pat? One question I wanted to ask you too is like, you know, there's a lot of people, um, you know, on the channel and everything else, but like for specifically for, you know, real estate agents, what do you think they should be doing right now in 2020 and being shelter in place right now? What should they be doing? Growing, growing. growing. Uh, I'm going to go back to my last broker said, when you're not doing deals, you're making money some other way. Right. And making money doesn't have to mean like, uh, physically making money. It could be, it can mean, uh, growing, reading, learning, right? Um, just because certain, some agents may not be doing as many deals, they find out they have a lot more time, put that time back into growing your business, right? Working on your business or working in the business, right? When you're working in the business, you're constantly in the front lines of your clients, doing a lot of uh, contracts, paperwork, follow-up. You forget to work on the business, which could be, your logo, your branding, uh, how to create more time for your clients and family, right? Uh, take this time to work on your business. Take the time to read a book so you can educate yourself, right? Real estate is always changing, right? Um, I decided to take this time to join a whole new company and rebrand myself. I completely agree. I think um, for the most part, what we've been telling our friends, you know, agents across the board, um, across the U.S. and the world is that, you know, during this time, I know we're, you know, we have shelter in place and everyone has, you know, family and obligations. And the fact is, you know, you're still running a business. You're still an entrepreneur, a startup, a team, a brokerage, you know, think about your business and, you know, step back for a second. Just look at everything you're doing, how long you've been doing it and what can be improved on and especially now this time period even with family and kids we understand those obligations i have kids myself as well but when you have the availability of time try to focus on you know building your brand building your quality building your relationships fixing everything you need to improve and by doing that you're going to step out of the gate once we can go back to hopefully a, a good normal situation but 
being out there and being able to be ready. If you're just sitting back, relaxing, and you know not focusing, you're losing traction. The people who are out there, the people who are doing mastermind events, uh, educational events, engagements, and reading books and learning are going to be the ones who are going to you know accelerate from this right here. And we want everyone to be a part of that, uh, regardless of whatever brokerage you're at, whatever team you're on. Just you know try to be around motivating people who want to help you and stay around them and push yourself to do more, to do better, and to improve. Yeah, I think um, Matthew and Patrick, I think you both bring up really great points that, you know, um, most of the real estate is only conducted by 20% of the top realtors, and especially in a competitive city like San Francisco. And when you look at their habits and what they do, it's because they're always prepared. They make their own opportunities, and they always have their, you know, they're just, they just have everything put together so that when the opportunity comes, they're able to just strike. And I think, especially during this time when a lot of us can't really go out and socialize or do door knocking or, or what have you, it's really a part of getting ready for the moment when we can go out there and then we can just, you know, accelerate. Um, and I think, I think that's really important. Um, just got to load the cannon while you can and then just the call when, you know when you have the opportunity exactly all right guys it's about time to end the show but uh, I want to just say thank you both for being on it and for taking time to you know just open up and have a conversation about everything going on in the industry and going on with our personal lives you know shelter in place I want to thank you Patrick for being in the front line for COVID-19 for helping all of us take care of all of us watching our families for us yeah, it really means a lot to everyone and I'm sure everyone you know it's difficult and we understand, you know, and we hope that we can help you guys, um, all the frontline people out there. And I know a lot of realtors, including our own, are trying to help feed, trying to help repair masks and everything we can to help with that. And I also thank you for being, you know, a caring realtor too, who are helping you and your clients, um, you know, do better, invest and, you know, have the right mindset and the right financial goals to help them. And you're choosing to be educated to help them do better, which is a really uh, strong point and not all people can do that. Um, so how can we reach out to you, Pat? How can anyone um, reach out to you? Any questions, anything they want to talk about? Very simple, very simple. Um, my number, feel free to text me, 650-787-3208. Uh, written down below. You can email me, you can text me, uh, call me, text me anytime. I'm always available for you. Um, as simple as that. Cool. I'm glad. So you see the number down below, everyone? Uh, feel free to reach out Patrick. Talk to him about real estate. Talk to him about why he made the move. Talk about anything you need. Um, he's here to help. And uh, thank you, Susie Lee, for everything. We're going to chat with Susie Lee next week, uh, Wednesday, 10 o'clock, and go from there. All right, guys. I'll see you online. Talk to you soon. Great. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye.